Alright, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, Transformers Rescue Bots Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we are looking at the 47th episode of Rescue Bots, Movers and Shakers. This first aired July 5th, 2014, written by... Uh, Shannon McCain, who is the, uh, the voice actor behind Graham. Oh, that's neat. Oh. And, uh, Jackson Grant. Who isn't the voice actor? He is, he is, looks like his main IMDb, uh, credits are co-writing this episode and two more with Shannon McCain. Oh. <laughs> oh. So he was Shannon McCain's buddy, basically. I suspect he is some sort of buddy. Boyfriend? I do not know. Unconfirmed. We have no data. I am shipping it now. <sighs> oh wait, no, that's shipping real people. That's not okay. Yeah, they, yeah. Not really, but you know. Never mind. I, there is an openly gay voice actor in the Rescue Bots cast. I'm trying to remember who it is. Huh? Oh, I. Th- I think it might be uh, Parvish China, who is Blades. Ah, huh. huh. that's good. I like Blades. Uh, let me just look that up so that I uh, You're am not, not just making spurious claims. Okay, openly gay. Yes, correct. Okay, so yes, Parvish China. Nice. So we do not have to delete this section. Yeah, well, what's this we stuff? So you do not have to delete this section. <laughs> yes. All right. So we open with uh, with Boulder planting his uh, his potted plant leafy in the ground outside. So good. He's so good and cute and adorable. Uh, we have seen this plant a couple of times before. Uh, there was that uh, episode where he tried to get a pet by freeing a lion from the zoo and has instead been persuaded that uh, a, a house plant was a better idea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, you know, he decided that, uh, you know, much like that lion, this plant was born free. Free as the wind <laughs> blows. And thus, he, if you love something, you must set it free. But he's worried <laughs> it's going to be lonely out there by itself. Yes. But but good news, it is Griffin Rock Plant a Tree Day. And so there are going to be a whole bunch of trees planted. Leafy's going to have a bunch of friends. This is so pure. Is this a non-union Earth Day? Yeah, we we, we couldn't get the rights to Earth Day. <laughs> Although I can, is Well, it? maybe that... That's a good thing because it, it it turns out like one of the the people who created Earth Day ended up killing someone. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Or he may not have really been one of the creators of Earth Day. He may have just been one of those loud hippies who took credits for shit. Did he kill him because he was polluting too much? No. Did he kill him no, because I, he was let's... taking credit for shit? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's that's not. It's, it's it's not a happy tale. Oof. Wow. But yeah, Earth Day, weird. Anyway, uh, yeah, plants. What are we doing? Sorry, I brought this episode about children's cartoon down. The digression. Maybe it's Arbor oh, Day. Oh, unicorn killer. I know that guy. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know of him. Maybe it's mm. just a thing they do to celebrate Arbor Day. Oh, yeah, Arbor Day makes I, more actually, sense. I, 
Didn't we have... Wasn't there an Earth Day episode previously where uh, all those lemurs escaped? <gasps> oh, that was that? Was that Earth Day? I think that was Earth Day. Oh. Because I seem to remember there being some jokes about how every day on Earth should be Earth Day. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. I may have commented oh. that my mother's birthday is Earth Day, and that's how I can remember that both of oh, those yeah, things exist. Earth. Okay. Mm. Well, my digression has brought us back to the wiki. The wiki knows all. Yes. So he's... Uh, <laughs> So the mayor gives a speech, which thankfully, like last year's, is not three hours long, <laughs> and unveils the latest terrifying piece of technology uh, seen in Griffin Rock, the power planter. It's going to plant plant the trees for you, and Boulder finds this confusing, because he says, what's not important about spending time with nature? Because they say, I'll free them up to do more to do important things. He's like, I, I'm going to use that excuse the next time I need someone to cover my shift at work, because I need to go for a hike. <laughs> yeah, and then there's this little robot they have that's going to be planting these things for, for plant a tree day. Oh, you mean this and terrifying evil-looking robot? It absolutely looks evil right from the get-go. I kept waiting for it to shout Germinate <laughs> or something. That'd be amazing. Like, it, it's just three steps away from being a Dalek. Uh, well, and then it, it has three legs. It's like part Dalek and it's part uh, that one mini-con of uh, Fractures from Robots in Disguise. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one of those little guys. With the three legs. Yes. Yeah. The, not the one who's humanoid, the one who is, uh, not. like a weird. Isn't that Air Razor? I think that's Air Razor, like three-legged goblin thing. Aw, they're yeah. so goblin-y, I love them. So it, it burrows down into the earth, takes a wrong toy at Albuquerque, and then grabs the plant from below, pulling it down so it's planted, which seems like a real roundabout way to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's overly complicated, but th then again, this island, that makes sense. Yes, this is how we do things on Griffin Rock. Nothing can be easy. And you know how else we do uh, things on Griffin Rock? We, we do things that are covered on television by Huxley Prescott. Yes! He's got new graphics with fire! Because it's time for I Dare Me, the G-rated jackass. <laughs> I love how upfront it is. With the fact that no one else is asking him to do these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he has no friends and lives in a van. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is very true. So he, he dares himself to stand in the path of this deadly robot and see if it and see if it attempts to plant him, but thankfully it has predator vision. So it can tell yes. humans do not plant. Plants, plant. <laughs> if it's a warm thing, do not plant it. Yes. But so yes, we do see it's predator vision. Yes. Unfortunately, there's a storm rolling in, apparently not caused by Dr. Morocco's weather machine. What? I thought all storms were caused by Dr. Morocco's weather machine. And then, sure enough, was... this robot is hit by lightning, and... <laughs> Everyone knows robot plus lightning, it's either going to come to life or it's going to become evil or both. <laughs> Number five is alive. Of course, the, the, the best case scenario is Johnny Five. Uh, worst case scenario will, of course, be uh, the Killbots from Chopping Mall. Yes. Yes. And somewhere My in the middle is the, uh, the, is the super intelligent uh, jet fighter robot from the movie Stealth. 
Oh my god. Oh yeah. That, that movie. Dumbass thing. My notes at this point say, well, that was inevitable. But uh, <laughs> I, I do want to, to share the, the brief anecdote uh, of whichever Star Wars movie was out. It was one of the, was, I think it might have been Attack of the Clones. Uh, that I went to see on opening night and they showed the trailer for stealth and the audience thought it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, like, was that script around for decades or something? That, that would have been, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Came out in 2005. Cause yeah, the, the idea of that movie sounds like it should be a comedy. <laughs> Played straight, but apparently not. This, Sci-fi savvy enough audience to be an opening night for a Star Wars prequel movie decided that this movie sounded absolutely hilarious, and and they were right. It's ridiculous. I kind of feel like it might be a movie we cover for the Patreon at some point. <gasps> that would be great. Uh, kind of, yeah. It, it, uh, is. I mean, it kind of has the feel of, uh, you know, one of Michael Bay's Transformers movie. If Michael Bay were a lot less competent, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's not good. Uh, anyway, so... I do appreciate that we are shown a visual indication confirming that it has turned evil because its eye goes red. Yes. It's one little shockwavy mono eye goes red. So now you well, know evil mode has, has been activated. Like an emoji face under that in the middle of its chest. Does it? I mean, it's got the two dots and the line. Ah, okay. Of course, if it had really gone evil, it would have needed a uh, like an angry eyebrow, like uh, Cyberverse Shockwave. I love yes. his angry eyebrow. <laughs> so you can tell he's angry. <laughs> so it immediately starts doing the opposite of the things it was pr- it was programmed to do. So instead of planting trees, it pulls them out of the ground and hucks them at people. And it starts going for heat sources instead of things that are not heat sources. <gasps> what? It's reversed. Polarity and, is reversed. And they, they almost get it, but then it endangers poor Leafy, and Boulder has to throw himself in front of it like he's a Secret Service agent protecting the president from a sniper. Yes. Yeah. We gotta protect this sweet little He flower. says, maybe you're not ready for the outdoors yet. It's dangerous out here. <laughs> Uh, it is. It's dangerous outdoors. That's why so, it's so great. So it just runs away, and they figure, well, I guess it's now somebody else's problem. <laughs> well, unless they put a nuclear reactor in it, eventually it will run out of power. I mean, there might be a nuclear reactor in this thing. This yeah. is from Griffin Rock. Or it could be, or you know, geothermal like or something. experimental... Like a uh, constant energy source. I'm forgetting the term for that, but you know, one perpetual of perpetual motion I mean, that we machine, which made. doesn't exist, or maybe yes. it just drinks lava, or you know, consumes <laughs> human flesh. 
you know, mm. yeah. So it'll keep going. There's a lot of human flesh around. <laughs> For now. Eats Kevin Bacon's. Oh, no. Uh, well, well, well we're, we're getting to that. Believe me. Oh, man. I am up right. for that. All right. So uh, so now we, we cut to Mayor Lusky's backyard. He's in his hot tub. And then his hair is stolen by a badger. <gasps> badger, 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 I know, that, uh, that's a badger in flash animation. I have flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. The snake. The oh, it's a snake. And next they're going to tell us that lions and tigers are only in Kenya. <laughs> Get my horse. <laughs> my horse is amazing. There was a wild version of, of that one, too. Just the animation, not it was the same song, yeah. but it was with like a dwarf and stuff. And then there is a veritable stampede of adorable woodland critters from the forest. We got uh, <laughs> so cute. We got skunks. We got squirrels. We got porcupines. We got groundhogs. Were there possums? I feel like the possums were definitely maybe they're too I, far north for possums. I think I must have missed the possums, and also possums are grotesque and not uh, adorable enough to be on. Uh, Really, but don't on you show. be quiet. I have seen okay, baby possums are really cute. Baby though. possums are cute and they cling on the mom and it's adorable. Admittedly their their mouths unhinge unsettlingly wide. The, but but their blood is so cold they don't get rabies. They're adorable. They are they are wretched vermin and I do not want them around me. I, I would rather have <sighs> those than rats. Well, I guess, yes. G- give me give me nice I mean, possums. I mean, I would, I would rather have, uh, you know, COVID than Ebola, but I would rather not have either. <laughs> well, I, I, skunks, would you prefer? They will mostly leave you alone. Yeah, skunks are pretty great. They're chill little bastards who just eat slugs. Yes. Yeah, they just want to poke around and eat slugs and not be bothered. Which I would love to have one here because the the end of my house that gets a lot of shade has too many slugs. Yeah, my stray cat hole gets too many slugs in it. Need to do something about it. Mm. Cats need to clean that up. So, so sure enough, so sure enough, the Burns family and the rescue bots are put on animal control duty. Which I guess they don't uh, have on this I mean, island. I, I was gonna say they do seem to be the only kind of emergency response people of any specialty. So yes, I mean now they probably they have are. like one animal control guy. They probably don't have animal control people, but they do have, like, zoologists. Yeah, well, there's a zoo, I guess. Yeah, you think you'd, at, at this point they should have a recurring zoo character who would end up hooking up with one of the fa- Burns family, but... Did they have animal encounters often enough that they're not just petty paws up a tree? <laughs> like snakes. Well, they they mention that because they, they have to retrieve the uh, they have to retrieve the mayor from a tree, <laughs> like so much Mister Pettypods. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that that's later in the episode, I think. So, yeah, there's, so there's... yeah, they. I think they are also responsible for animal control oh. on Griffin Rock. So so Chase the Chief have a real life game of whack a mole. Well, uh, gophers, they comment but, on yes. Uh, Boulder and Graham see a porcupine destroy a bouncy house. <laughs> and Cade is outsmarted by badgers. Yes. 
Badgers are pretty smart. After well, uh, smart, smarter than Cade, I guess. Smarter than Cade, yes. and 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 this led me down a rabbit hole because Cade says the, the the classic line everyone always says: "We don't need no stinking badgers." And you were like, where is that from? That did have me thinking, where was that from again? Because it seems like one of those mm-hmm. things that, like, like people doing Peter Lorre impressions. Yes, it's, that it's, it's become we're memetic. At a point now, yeah, where it's generational. So we're at a point where it's being passed on to later generations. Yes, well, mostly passed on, presumably, because of Blazing Saddles. And then mm-hmm. cartoons taking that we don't need no stinking badgers badges from that. Well, it's we don't need no stinking badges from Blazing Saddles, and it became we don't need stinking badgers in cartoons for little kids and crap like Animaniacs. Definitely did that gag. I would assure. So I went down. Where the hell did this come from? The beginning. Apparent. Okay, the origin. Origin. Treasures of the Sierra Madre, a novel from 1927. By um, B. Tarvin, Tar- whatever the hell his name is, Treasures of the Sierra Madre, which was made into a movie in the 40s, Treasures of the Sierra Madre, where the line was in there, where it isn't actually that line, it's like, badges, to goddamn hell with badges, we have no badges, in fact, we don't need any badges, so it's not, it, it's been, what is it, spoonerized, when, when a, when a, a misquoted quote is used over uh, and over. And not quite spo- spoonerized when it's like reversed. Oh, it's, okay. it's a it's like a play again. It's like a play it again, Sam thing. Yeah, where, where it's it's a misremembered. Quote. Also, a uh, a Bogart movie. Yes, but okay. So it came from. Yeah, the I, uh, oh, I was just about to say that I have seen the the Bogart movie that adapts the book because I'm a hopeless antiquarian. Okay, well, yes. I don't like westerns, so I haven't really seen it. It's Blazing not really a western. It's in a Western setting. I don't like that. Anyway. I guess. So we have the book, we have the movie, but then it kind of vanishes for decades before it becomes a thing. And it wasn't Blazing Saddles that first turned it to hilarious use. It was a decade early in the 60s, The Monkeys. In one of their episodes, (laughs) it's a nice place to visit. Yes. Where that's where it first is used as badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Uh-huh. In a bad Mexican accent from yes. white guys pitching that. It was the 60s, and the monkeys were adorable. I'll let them get that. So, yeah, <laughs> this episode led me down a rabbit hole that brought me back to the monkeys, which I watched when I was a small child in reruns. <laughs> nice. Anyway, back to this episode, and, and Cade getting attacked by a badger. <laughs> Did we lose Rob? Nope, nope. I'm right here. I just had to. I just had a bit of a. Had to clear my throat. I had to mute it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and also, Danny and Blades are. Uh, Blades does not quite understand the concept of the hot tub, as he thinks it's kind of like making soup of yourself. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're doing it wrong or right, depending upon how it is. Well, I don't think because because he says isn't sitting in boiling water kind of like making soup out of yourself. Yes, but he I I assume he is confused because the bubbles are not actually boiling. The, yes. the bubbles are introduced through air jets, uh, and generally you do not want to have your hot tub set to literally boiling because yeah, then you're gonna die. Yeah, uh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how uh, my. 
That's how Michael Myers kills somebody in Halloween 2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when really that should have been the one where he was on a cruise ship. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Well, no, he was he was on a cruise ship when he was going to Manhattan. Don't they have the the, that's tub? Jason Voorhees? Oh, I can. Oh fuck! I always fucked them Excuse up. Excuse me, sir. How dare you? I remember Freddy, and then there's the other guys who wear masks, who all blend together for me. <laughs> anyway, as I was about to say, the, the the badgers. We don't need no stinging badgers. Permutation probably was originally from UHF. Uh, part of Raul's Wild Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> uh, which also includes uh, the turtle, Nature's Suction Cup. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a good, dumb movie. Anyway, so, actually, it turns out that there are there would be any possums, for reasons we will find out shortly. But right now... Uh, the firehouse is being besieged by a horrific wave of cockroaches. Oh, God, like, I, I don't even have a real fear of bugs, but the idea of this many cockroaches climbing up and covering the windows of a house on the, like, third story he is, it's like, ah, oh, no. It's pretty bad. It's way too many roaches. It's yeah, an no. absolutely yeah. unacceptable number of roaches. Well, I mean, Blades blows them off with his roaches, but you're going to need to just firebomb the area. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. it's blow them down. They're back on the ground. Now what are they going to do? They're going to climb up again. Just nuke the island. Just That's right. The island is a loss. Nuke it's the only it, way to be go sure. Go back to the mainland. They yes. might survive the nuke. you got to use napalm. Burn them. <laughs> it's a good point. Although, oddly uh, enough, when Cody later talked about this, he talked about ants. Yeah, I get the feeling the writers and the animators were on different pages here. Mm-hmm. But these are very clearly big cockroaches. Yes. But anyway, skunks, porcupines, mm. groundhogs, cockroaches, slash ants, they're all animals that burrow. And so they're, they're fleeing something that was underground. This deadly, deadly robot. And furthermore, it seems that it is seeking out heat sources because it has stolen the heater for, uh, Mayor Lesky's hot tub, so it is now icy. <laughs> Yes. Long, so, so, so Danny and Blades gets there. Danny tries to lasso this thing with his uh, Energon power up uh, toy accessories. Yes. Yeah, with Blades, Blades does the toy thing, and and this it results. Because I in, feel like this is the first time Blades has done it. I can't remember him doing it before. I, he might have. He didn't use the grappling hook power up before. I don't remember him saying the thing. It, it no. definitely feels like he doesn't say the thing often. No. And it's appropriate. Or it be- come out because it, it's mostly been Heat Wave and then the other two a couple times. Yes, and it's appropriate because he uh, he uses it for a hilarious pratfall. Yes. And a, 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 an amusing 70s sitcom references because he is dragged all over by this burrowing thing and at one point jumps over a shark statue. Wait, a shark fountain. I do not know why <laughs> Mayor Lusky has a giant shark fountain in front of his house. And so at then, some point someone can jump it. Yes. And then to further hammer the reference in, uh, Blades finishes this off by saying, Hey. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. That felt too indulgent. It was a little too indulgent, but I also laughed. So what can I say? <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I was laughing out of confusion that that gag's still going on. 
they're allowed. See, the, the show has officially jumped the shark. <laughs> I, I guess that makes Danny the uh, the Ron Howard. I guess so. She's going to go on to direct because he was driving the boat. Yes. She's I I would wager money that. Uh, What's her name? Lacey Chabert has directed one of those oh, probably uh, Hallmark Christmas yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's Somebody's only in 1,500 of them. She must have directed one at some point. She must have picked up a few tips. Yes. Like Jonathan what, Freaks. Exactly. If she's Ron Howard, which one of her brothers is Clint Howard? Ooh. Cade? Uh, Cade? Well, she, she didn't have that... Uh, that Guy playing her kid brother in Lost in Space, who I'm not aware of having ever acted again, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe the Clint Howard in this case is Heather Graham. This isn't a good analogy. Well, I was thinking about in the show. Oh, yeah, actually, maybe oh. it would be. But the, well, but the problem is Clint Howard does a lot of acting. Yes, that's the thing. I don't think any of her brothers are quite on the level of being a, uh, a character actor slash goblin. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, they've, they figured out that the lightning has made it opposite, has made it a permanent opposite day for this, uh, this robot, and now it is seeking out all heat sources, so they split this up. This is to not, I just want to say, this is not how computer programming works. No. Getting hit by lightning does not reverse your programming. Uh, I've seen many movies where that actually does happen, so I'm pretty sure that is exactly what it does. No, I've been learning programming, and I can tell you that this is not how it works. Well, have any of your things been hit by lightning? <laughs> no. There you go. But never in any of the educational books I've been going through has it ever mentioned that things might get reversed when hit by lightning. That's why it keeps happening. They don't tell people about it. <laughs> Big computer is keeping this a secret. I I guess that's why they don't tell you about it when you go into programming. Exactly. That's why it keeps happening. You know, they they covered up all those kids uh, killed in chopping mall. Uh they they covered up uh Johnny Five's uh, development into sen- development of sentience in the 80s. They they covered up Barbara Crampton being killed? What? Or did she survive? Uh, and, that and, movie? I and can't that, remember. No, she she is, I think, the second or third girl killed, but she's not the one whose head explodes. Yeah, I remember she wasn't wasn't the head ex- pop. Oh, that's a great pop. <laughs> that's a great pop. <laughs> one of the top three head pops in cinema. And I will note that the guy who wrote Chowing Mall also wrote an episode of uh, Generation One, Season Three, that has extremely killbot like robots in it. <laughs> And why have we not watched that one? That's uh, that because that episode is surprise party and it's terrible. Oh, but, you know, wow! It straight up has chopping mall killbots. I love that episode. By which I mean it's terrible. Surprise! Like there are those like party? library robots that I think are chasing Daniel and Wheelie around, and they're extremely the robots from Chopping Mall. All you need to know, oh. David, is that it's an episode about Daniel and Wheelie, and they're trying to find out the date of Ultra Magnus's birthday. Oh, they want to have oh. a party for him. Crap! I think that I think that was the three season three episode that like I would catch all the time. I'm so sorry that, that Eternal rerun episode. Oh uh, yeah, let's not watch that one. No, I mean there are probably worse G one episodes. I, I mean it's I not, not Carnage not and C minor. Like 
Yeah, it's probably better than bot, but not by much. My favorite thing about Carnage in C minor oh. is that uh, the VHS tape that I had where I had recorded it off of Sci-Fi Channel back in the day uh, got taped over with, like, a Scream movie by my parents. Uh, and so I was not able to share it with my friends. Uh, until later at a BotCon, uh, they chose to do it for one of the MSTFs. Uh, and afterwards, my friends said that they they did not believe that it could possibly be as bad as I said it was. But no, I was right. <laughs> it was actually Do some, you like 80s cartoons? Somehow, incomprehensibly, it was as bad as I told them it was. Because <laughs> it's so bad. It's just... When, when I need to be cheered up, I like to read the uh, the errors section on it. On the wiki. (laughs) Brings me a great deal of amusement. So so the team splits up. They're looking for the the hot spots on the island. So it's uh, it's Cade and Heatwave who go to like some hot springs, but they're but according to Cade, they're really there because he's the hottest thing on the island. Yes. No Cade. Uh Heatwave is also disgusted. Yeah, he just says ew. Yeah. And then uh, Blades goes out uh, to a farm where there's, like, a rocket tractor. Yeah, what? I I mean, okay, it's this island, so yeah, but what? You know. And he, he you know, he's got this seismograph, and he sees, you know, something's coming, something's coming. It's multiplying. No, it's cows. No, it's just cows. Which <laughs> <laughs> is cute. I, li- and then I we, like uh, that you hear the mooing in the background as, as he's relaying to yes. them over the radio that it's just cows. <laughs> And then Chase and the Chief go to a lad pioneer campout where it st- attempts to steal a campfire. Yes. Good luck. But settles. Successfully, kind of. It pulls but it, down. it settles for stealing the Chief's uh, flashlight where, and it's got like a little cache of stuff it's stolen. Yes, it's making a nest. Yeah, like toasters and washing machines. It turns out to not actually be making a nest, but I was really hoping it was making a nest. Yes. Just, you know, a little nest. And and so bad news. Cody, you know, Cody's at the station. He sees there is a, (gasps) there is a new, you know, there is a breaking story. And that is that there is a barbecue. (laughs) Being covered by Huxley Prescott. Huxley Prescott is, he's definitely like, he's on his game today. He's very excited to be doing news today. I, I did tree planting. There was an episode of I Dare Me, and now I'm going to report on these delicious ribs. <laughs> He's having a good day. Also, was this a sudden, unplanned barbecue? Because I kind of feel like if you're going to have a school fundraiser barbecue event thing, like people should know about it, such as your students, which Cody presumably is. Yeah. Maybe Doc Green just invented, like, a new rib smoker or something. Maybe. It's it's nuclear. Anyway, the the folks, you know, nobody's answered. Something earlier that was nuclear-powered, some kind of thing that should not be. And now I forget what it was. And I feel like it was for food I, preparation. I, I, I believe, I, and Huxley, Huxley Prescott, he, he tries calling Huxley Prescott because he has Huxley Prescott's personal number. Well, yeah, he would have given it out at some point, I'm sure. That's true. And he says, no, I can't answer the phone. I'm busy delivering the hard-hitting news you crave. Everyone on the island has at least one of his business cards. His voicemail is pretty great. (laughs) 
So he, so Cody is going to have to go himself, and you know, it is the it is the rolling thunder. Yeah, that comes back. That's right, Cobra's running scared, starting to wonder, <laughs> can he survive the roll and thunder? <laughs> it's, it, it's his super go-kart, which is, I guess it runs a little hot. Yeah. Because he straight up gets pulled into the bowels of the earth, and these, uh, these, this extensive series of tunnels that this thing's dug all, all over the city. Yeah, it's yeah. been hard. You'd think that this was, uh, where uh, robots in disguises with all the random tunnels. Yes. So, uh, so he he narrowly escapes being crushed by this because Boulder find you know finds out where he is, and then thanks to his intense bond with the Earth, is able to grab him at the precise moment that he's under him, just before the Rolling Thunder is complete is completely destroyed. Yes. Is shredded into itty bitty parts that somehow they managed to rebuild at the end of the episode. I'm confused how. So, so that's gone, sadly. Yes. So now they're gonna have to equip themselves with Doc Green's boil coils. Yes. Which seems like a fairly straightforward piece of technology. Like, I'm pretty sure you yeah. could find something like this at REI. Yes. Yeah, it's a basic I mean, uh, heating coil, just big and gets extra mm-hmm. hot, which does not so, seem safe. So, so they all put these in their chest, which gives them a, a nice warring glow and, uh, produces what, uh, Chase says the chief must describe as heartburn. <laughs> yes. And so we're in the end game now. They lure this thing, you know, they're, they're driving, they've got this thing chasing them, they're headed towards a cliff, and they straight up tremors this thing. Oh, I think what I was thinking of was the magnetic Insta Grill uh, from back in Feed the oh. Beast, where they are using a rail yes. gun to make hamburger meat, but not nuclear, yes. but definitely technology <laughs> not intended for cooking. So yes, they uh, this thing ends up burrowing through the cliff and get and plunging to its destruction. Oh, hey, I've seen the end of the first Tremors movie, too. It is 100% the end of Tremors. It's a good yes. movie. The, the, Tremors is a good movie. Well, it is a really good movie. I, I mean, I, I, I love Tremors. The sequels, no. But, I have but, not seen any of them. The second uh, one's I, okay. Don't don't bother with any of them after that. I know they didn't get Kevin Bacon back. I assume they got Fred Ward back. Uh, I don't... I think Fred Ward's in the second one, but... I don't think he's in any others. It, I, as it goes on, it becomes nothing but about Burt Gummer. So they got the dad from Family Ties back for all. Yes. Yes, all of them. And I guess he got divorced from Reba McIntyre? Yeah, because they couldn't get her back. Yeah, they couldn't well, get her, so. Not. And they didn't want to recast. Why? Yeah. I mean, that's. I think having him be divorced is probably... It does make his character more interesting, yeah. kind He's of, a big but... divorced guy energy, but yeah. also yeah. I think he was probably in Washington for January the 6th. <laughs> yeah! Well, yeah. A, he, I guess he has a character arc over the series where, you know, he'll, he'll get to the point where he'll learn better. He becomes less of a deranged survivalist? Yeah. Or, of course, it's possible he couldn't make it there because he had to deal with another Graboid outbreak. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like a far away island somewhere. Possibly. I'm pretty sure there is one on an, uh, that takes place on an island somehow. Yes. yes. I, I don't know how. Reasons. Because of reasons. So yeah, this thing's destroyed. Uh, you know, we're putting uh, we're putting the rolling thunder back together. 
and Boulder has repurposed the claws from the power planter as a, as a sort of plant cage for uh, his beloved Leafy. Yes. Yes. Poor Leafy. And then the whole family just kind of hijacks uh, the mayor's hot dog. they got to make sure it's safe. Yes. And then Lusky's toupee is once again stolen by a badger. <laughs> I, I like that Chief Byrne says that before he can get back in the, ha- the hot tub, he has to send his team of experts. And of course, his team of experts yes. is them. Mm. Danny has a very nice yellow one piece that, that looks yes. very practical. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect, uh, you know, this, this is an anime here. Nobody's wearing anything uh, immodest. <laughs> Bikinis for kid shows. Yes. Nope. It's good. It's good. It's good. Everything is good. Yes. So I guess that is the episode. It was a pretty fun one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the crazy robot episode is always. I fun. mean, it's very basic. Uh, yes, killer robot episode. Yeah. But uh, I had a good time. Yeah, it was. It's fun. I really. I think this was probably like the most notes that I had before the opening. Like, the most cold open <laughs> notes that I had because of Boulder being so amazing with Leafy and talking about yes. spending time with nature being very important. Like I said, I'm oh. stealing well, that next time Boulder I call in the best. To, to take a hike. It's good. He's a good boy. I, I think I think this is the end of the Leafy saga. Aww. Yes, I, I believe, well, I believe he just now goes, uh, you know, he, he, he's free now. Yeah. That's fair. Alright, so I, uh, I now believe it is time for David's Tokusatsu Corner. Yes. yes. This week on Gosei Sentai, Die Ranger! The first opening of the Gorma Palace! I don't know why it's specifying first. Whatever. Specifically the first. Very important. Which involves, like, a Yes album cover. Because there's, like, giant spinning orb thingies, which... Oh, I finally looked up what they reminded me of, which they're probably intentionally designed after. Um, oh, Clerksdorp Spheres. <laughs> which okay. are, are sort of out-of-place artifacts, but not. Mm-hmm. They're little, not quite spheres. They're more like squished circles of things from like from like lava tubes. I, okay. I, I read the article and I forgot the entire thing. They're naturally formed things, but they can kind of look like little spheres with lines around them. And there's one particular one that looks like it has a dot that makes it look like a Death Star. It's like, and they're like two to three billion years old. So they seem like crazy UFO, ancient aliens, out-of-place artifacts things, but they're just naturally occurring little things. Anyway, the flying orbs have this line around them that kind of looks like that, and they spin around in opposite directions. And the Gorma Palace is this upside-down pyramid that comes out of the ground and floats with these orbs around it, and it looks like an album cover. <laughs> anyway... Uh, oh, we do, we do actually start with like serious talk of mothers between the Rangers and Co. Talking about this new girl in his class who has an abusive mother and it's serious heady shit. Then the upside down pyramid shows up and we have minutes of villain scenes where the main three baddies, although they're not really that high up, they're like low ranking generals kind of who've been in charge of this shit and then everybody else is there dressed as like 
Buddhist priests and ancient Chinese warlords, and I think there's a mariachi in the background of these okay. higher-ranking. So it's Gorma like guys. a, uh, it's like a an SSSS Gridman episode where that there's all this like very important personal stuff going on, and then a fight. <laughs> yes, well, it's not a fight. It's just like hierarchy of the villains and arguing and, and their great emperor Gorma the 15th has finally awoken after centuries or millennia or whatever the crap and and he's this guy in a big robe who looks like he has a cracked egg for a head uh-huh. and he talks in a high pitched voice uh-huh. and he has a little pinwheel that he blows that, that he gives to one of the Gorma baddies is like you're in charge now like, is the Emperor a moron? What is going on? It's a very weird introduction. <laughs> Neat visually, but it's very... Is this guy an idiot? He has a pinwheel. He doesn't talk much. Maybe. Maybe he's an idiot. <laughs> Maybe. What we'll see. It's very odd. Uh, oh, Master Kaku, the master... The, the sensei Kekaku? to the rangers. No, Kaku. <laughs> <laughs> Although the origin of the war, the war. anyway, uh, he's fi- he's figured out who Ko is that he's the White Ranger, possibly because he saw him with the sword. Who knows, Master Kaku? It's like, oh, I, I know that sword, and then they talk, and it's like, I know your secret. I won't tell the Rangers your secret. Why they're keeping it a secret of the small boy? Ra- I, I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Where were we? I think the girl gets kidnapped or something, but then Ko gets her out easy, and then he runs into her mother, who is, like, decided to leave. It's like, no, I'm, I'm leaving you, and I'm driving away in a car. And it's like, what? <laughs> You're just abandoning your daughter? What? It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. But it turns out the sort of obvious, oh, the, the mother is, is, is the pretend mother because it, it's the necklace monster thing. Oh, she was pretending. But then there's a second pretend. As it turns out, the transfer student girl is Akomaru, the little evil brat, who was pretending to be a cute girl and last episode went out on a date to an amusement park with Ko to try and trap him. <laughs> Like, what? Why? <laughs> Reasons. Did, to get him, I guess, because Ko's mother went away and maybe dead and, and Ko's in denial or whatever, which is what these two episodes are about. Uh-huh. So Akomaru was trying to get him to agree that mothers are evil by showing him an evil mother and pretending to be a little girl. To get Ko angry so he would join the Gorma tribe because whatever. It, it results in child fight, which is fun. A small child punching another small child. <laughs> which is good. It, it doesn't last long, but that's fine. Anyway, uh, the, the evil brat's dad shows up after the rangers show up to fight. And, and he fights the white ranger and... Ko, the Kiba Ranger, the Tiger Ranger, defeats the bad guy by um, summoning a trio of comedy cops with loud guns to shoot at him. <laughs> like in the previous episode where I mentioned he, he summoned like a hair metal band. Uh-huh. It's just these Keystone cops show up and start shooting at the villain. And the villain complains, ow, those gunshots are too loud. What? What? <laughs> Okay, I guess that's his stand or something. I don't know. 
Oh, anyway, there there is a big robot fight at the end where the the neck sister lady gets destroyed by the giant robot, which is kind of incidental to the episode. <laughs> it's just it's like what? Okay, that the, the mother was a monster. I saw that coming, but that the daughter was also a bad guy. I guess I didn't see that coming, but that what? Why? What? Interesting, but strange. Ah. The end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Was there a robot fight? There's a robot fight. Yes, I, I said robot fight. That's the important Very short part. robot fight, but yes. There was a robot fight. That's what matters. <laughs> All right. So, uh, into, uh, next time we will be uh, looking at... Uh, I should have looked this up earlier. Uh, oh, it... it uh, a, 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 one of our favorite guest stars returns in Chief Woodrow. <gasps> yes! Yay! Uh, but until then, you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are on ihonunderground.net where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses, uh, and the occasional lunch. That is at patreon.com slash underground. Uh, we are going into October, which means it's going to be Halloween. So we're going to do something spooky. Rob, spooky. you said you figured out what we're going to do. You've decided. You've picked the oh, spooky Oh, I figured thing. out exactly what we're going to do. Is it going to be a surprise? Uh, I actually believe I've told you guys before, but if you've forgotten that it is a surprise, <laughs> a terrible surprise. It is a surprise we forgot about. We'll be looking at animation from the most spookifying era of American animation oh, that's, of the 1970s. That's right. <laughs> I remember now. See, you you talk so much about like actual horror movies that, that I forgot that we were going to be doing something that was not a, a uh, chopping mall sort of thing, uh, but we are going to do something no, I, even scarier. Yes, although I might make us watch Chopping Mall at some point. Okay. Yeah, maybe. It's because it, it's very short and extremely stupid. Yeah. But no, this uh, this episode will uh, will be a, a a treat for me and a trick for the rest of you. Oh no. Yes. This sounds great. Well, I mean, uh, last month I made us watch an Omni episode of Victory, so. This is true. This at least was originally in English. Oh no, <laughs> <Yes>. watch out. <laughs> Just that bit where there's these, there's the scene change and then the establishing shot of the, the galaxy <laughs> shuttle base and then the view screen with the missiles on it and then Saber having dull surprise and then scene transition. <laughs> dull surprise. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh. Must, it must be that, that death Sanrus. <laughs> I had completely forgot they dubbed him as that until I got the DVDs from Australia and I put them in and I just laughed a great deal at at remembering that, yeah, they call him Death Sanderus for some reason. Maybe a similar reason to why they call Blur Wally. (laughs) Well, that one makes more sense in a stupid way. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Death Sanrus is, like, a misspelling error, but 
Wally Blur because of Wally Burr. Maybe they saw that written somewhere and thought that it's in the credits. Yeah, I mean it is. It is in the credits. It's it's Blur's first <laughs> name, <laughs> Wally. <laughs> <laughs> So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Come visit our Discord. Watch some Spider-Man. I'm David. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toei Spider-Man is getting a Nendoroid. I saw that. I am really... It's expensive, but I am tempted to get that. Yes. I don't think I need Leo Pardon. No, you need all the Nendoroids. No. What what I really need is a Japanese Spider-Man toy of some kind. I'm recording. Okay, I was getting distracted too. I'm playing with a toy. All right, we're all ready to go. Okay. Uh, yep, I, yes. I too am I playing with a toy so now. I'm playing with mainframe. On. Is he mainframe though? I have a mirage. <laughs> he is an orc now, no longer an elf. Is the Ark a guy? Is he Teletran? Is he... Yes, because that makes more sense than him being the last Autobot. Anyway, episode start.